Hello. Hopefully you guys are having a great day today. Um, so as we can see from our update on Tuesday, um, because obviously we didn't have a meeting on Monday this week, I had some difficulties with internet stuff, whatever. Um, regardless, like I said, we, we sat down on Tuesday, we talked about things. We were really, you know, we're expecting this higher low. We're starting to continue to form it out now. Our four hours agreeing again with us. We came down into that 36,500 area. Excellent. At the moment, you know, this still looks good for our bounce. Really nothing about that at the moment has changed. It was kind of looking, you know, shittier today earlier, but looking towards close and obviously close after close, it's kind of picked up again. So we have the divergence. We have a TC confirmed on the four hour, on the two hour, sorry. The four hour is not confirmed yet. So, you know, potentially starting entry still in this area is a good idea. Not fully in a, you know, unless you're already in a position, the daily has not TC'd down. So we have not invalidated the previous buy triple confirmation, right? Yes, we've had confirmed red dot. Yes, we've had confirmed wolf pack. We have not seen a sell, a buy signal, uh, sorry, yes, a sell signal though. It's so crucial to be waiting for that full confirmation or when you have it, you know, waiting for the complete invalidation. Because as bad as this looked, now look at it, right? It only took one close and now we're tight. We're kind of pushing back again. Our 16 hours actually giving us a much better idea of money flow and kind of how we're propping ourselves up rather than daily. Daily's kind of lagging behind here. You got to imagine a lot of people look at daily. So this chart, you know, a lot of time just plays some funky shit, especially when we're in consolidations and we're right at the end before a breakout rather that whether that's to the upside or the downside the daily signals and stuff just start to kind of mash and and the strength is almost like lost in it so you know popping down to some of those weirder time frames like 16 hour 20 hour it might give you a better idea of kind of what's happening and obviously looking at your midterms your four hour your eight hour to see what they're doing for early signs of shifting but you kind of want to see it start to move into those middle higher time frames Right, obviously, to like continue it. Ah, uh, yeah. So on this bounce here, we should be pushing up towards 38, uh, 39 again over the next day or two, as long as we continue to bounce here. That's going to be our critical key level of resistance. Once we can change the market structure line here at about 39, and we can change that back to a bullish posture and structure, um, then we can start looking for our bounce into fourth, you know, 40k, 42k. So yeah, like once we can get through the resistance channel around 30, 40, I don't, I don't think 40 to 42, honestly, now that we've spent so much time down here is as critical. Um, so we might not just get an instant rejection off of 42, just because we would have broken the channel resistance top. So it, what's more than likely to happen here is that it's going to, if it's going to push through that resistance, it's going to back test, obviously. So maybe that's when we hit 42, we back test. We hopefully find support and we continue rallying from that, hopefully pushing us through 42 into the next levels of like 45 to 46. Um, but really, I mean, 45 to 46 is nothing in compared to like 48. 48K is going to be our next key level from 38. And obviously the next key level from 48 is going to be 58. It's kind of more just so just like a coincidence that right now it's acting as every $10,000 is acting as a key level. You could even say that that's actually the major resistance level being 58k. So, do we expect that? 
potentially, yes. We could absolutely get a lower high at around 58 and still turn down. Um, that would be like max pain for the bulls sort of situation. You know, they're going to flush out as much short liquidity as they can before, if we're going to dump through that level before we do so. All right. So, yeah, that's really what I need you guys focusing on. We are bouncing. We've still got daily TC. Um, you're four hours working back towards another confirmation. And we do have some bullish divergence here if the TC confirms. So if you've already taken a starting position on divergence or you took positions the, the, the last couple of days in these levels, 35, 36, 37, I think that's a great time to be jumping in for this move here. Not financial advice, obviously, but kind of what I'm doing. If uh, Obviously, if we get a lower high rejection off of 38 and we break the low here of 36, um, we would more than likely have daily triple confirmation to the downside already before that happens but it would be a very bad thing okay we don't want to see a converging wave for this these bearish divergences on the midterm because that could start justifying basically just a continuation of, of the pattern that's been stepping us down each time if we get rejected at 38 we don't get through 38 we can't turn this into you know a, a market a, a, a bullish market structure if we can't change that and we start getting rejected and the four hour tc's down and then the daily you know like if that sort of setup starts happening, if we start shifting in that level, um, obviously I'll be closing my longs, um, adding, you know, if we get the converging wave and it confirms, that's why I'll be jumping into a short and jumping out of my longs. Like I said, it should come closer to 38, 37. We'll see. Jay, you got anything to say, my friend? Yeah, I like the uh, analysis you did. I was really focusing on the daily as well. That triple confirmation, I was... I was watching it come down and I was like, oh, but we still don't have a sell signal, you know, and um, so we're getting a little bit of bounce off that again. And it's kind of like we climbed up a support level possibly here, so like our support level before comparison. It's like we changed it from 35,000 to like 36.5. Right. The way it's kind of looking here. So yeah, that I agree. 39 was our resistance. Does this now make, you know, 40 to 41 our resistance or is, is that our goal? I could see that happening. Sure. We just keep kind of stepping up here. Yep. We're finding new, we're kind of like building support as we're stepping up. Yep. You know, building the stairway as we, as we traverse it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it looks, it looks solid. Uh, I, I, I definitely think there's a good chance that we, we move up like you were saying too. I was wondering if we might have one more downturn down to about 35. Uh, but we haven't really seen that. And I think at, maybe at this point it might be, too late to have that happen and then still stay and then not and then bounce up still rather than go down farther yeah because the problem is is if we get rejected in between yeah i mean well we need to stay below 38500 to get a lower high right or it's got to invalidate the div or create another div there's three options if we get the converging wave we basically play out the same pattern that we've seen play out so many times time and time just diverging 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 head and shoulders converging wave down right? and it could be a setup very similar to what we see right here where we were diverging each high we got the converging wave it, it had its final dump down here but it did find support on key level support at 41 so mm -hmm. if we're going to do a, the exact same thing we're going to top out 38 ish we're probably only going to come back as yeah, as jay just said like around 35 um the problem is with that is that it starts to make it look more so like a bear flag Right, you have one pattern playing yep. into another pattern playing into another pattern, 
Um, and if we validate the bear flag, we're looking at more so closer back to maybe like 30 to 32,000. If we get yeah, the that's conversion the, rate. Sorry to interrupt you there. I'll say okay. prophecy fulfilled. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Coming down to the channel at the bottom one more time. Um, it's absolutely possible at this point just because we're not seeing. I mean, we have one small bullish divergence in here. We have some other type of like in between bullish divergence, but we could definitely see, we could potentially see another one just because going into our. 16 hour, like we have one here. We have no divergence from these points to that point. It's just really like the one and then and it's showing up on the two day. So if this were to triple confirm back up, 20 flow could get pulled back up. Um, like I said, we really like people were freaking out way too soon. We don't have a macro lower low. We don't have a macro lower high, which are you know, you need both of those to be considered a bear market. Lower high, macro, lower low. We have neither. We have a higher high and a higher low, right? And the potential for this, as we knew, even if we got a lower low, because look at where price action is, right? These stopped at 30,000. This is way down here at negative 5,000. And we only got down halfway to like negative 25, 2700. So it, we would be at a very, very high vol, you know, a very high chance of getting a bullish divergence here on the two-day midterm, and even potentially getting a bullish divergence based on weekly as well. If we were to just push down to like, let's say, our weekly market structure, which is right in that thirty thousand dollar level, um, and we close at thirty for a weekly, you know, maybe we wick into twenty nine, twenty eight, whatever, just trying to gauge the thing. If we can keep the wolf pack above this level here negative 6,000, then, you know, we'd have that div, we'd keep our market structure bullish, and we'd, we'd slam like super hard to the upside. So again, if, if, if right now, if the daily and the midterm, if this isn't good enough yet, right, that's what's going to happen. We're going to see that rejection around 38, or we're going to see that rejection around 40 to 42. It's going to come probably down closer to 30. And then from there, we should, you know, everything should be good and continue up. So for the time being, I would maybe still set some orders around 30 if you can, just to be safe. You know, why the hell not set them, you know, ladder them in from 31 to 28 sort of deal. Be prepared for the unprepared. Um, that's probably the best thing you can do right now. You know, we're bullish until we're not. And then we're prepared if it does end up coming down. And obviously you want to close your longs if it invalidates and you get a confirmed converging wave or daily TCs against you with invalidation, which would which would give you know converging wave would amount to the to the same thing. So those are the key things to look for this week, guys. Um, going into the weekend here, so obviously we or potentially we may um, just kind of fuck around like we did last weekend. Maybe continuing to pump up here. Maybe we hit this forty to forty two over the weekend, and then maybe Monday we end up coming back. Um, I'm not sure what the future holds. Like I said, it's either now. Because we've, you know, the channel that we've been in um, that's going down, we have confirmed it as like the midterm trend. We have three touches on the top, three touches on the bottom. Um, we've established it as a trend. So it's going to take a lot of strength to get us up and over and out of that trending down channel, right? But it's only a medium term trend. It's not a macro trend. Just as I pointed out, you know, we don't have a macro lower high. We don't have a macro lower low. So as far as midterm go, as long as we continue to close above and or around 30K, I'm still bullish. I'm still happy. Things are good. 
if we come below 30 and it just has like some sort of flash crash move, um, again, you want to be prepared for that, but know that again, it's more than likely going to give you a bullish divergence out of that crash. Just be prepared for that. You always want to expect the unexpected and 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 have yourself situated so that it doesn't matter what happens here. If we get rejected, I'm ready. If it doesn't reject and it keeps going, I'm ready. I have my positions in. You know, that's the best thing you can do. Preparation, preparation, preparation. I really resisted saying the letter H. The letter H. Why would you say the letter H? Preparation H. You haven't heard of that? Prepar oh. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, ooh. I would love to pump. I'd love some bullish stuff here. Yeah, me too, bro. Me too. We need some. We need some bull love. There's been hardly any. I really, yeah. I don't know. I feel like we're in good shape at least for the weekend, and we'll see what happens. Kind of Sunday, Monday. That's that's pretty much what it's been doing almost every weekend for the last month and a half. You know, we've had a little bit of recovery over the weekend, and then it it just comes and poops again. But this week's been different, right? We've been kind of actually like fighting back for a longer period of time. Today just feels like a fuckery day. You know, it's it's Thursday, so it kind of makes sense that we wouldn't close above that daily level until probably tomorrow. Just because going into the weekend, it's not going to have as much strength. And uh, I mean, the whales are obviously going to try and pick up as much as they can, as cheap as they can. If they know it's going to come back to 30 or they want it at 30, they'll just keep, you know, they'll keep pushing it back there until they're satisfied enough. And they've caused enough fear. People will think, oh, it's never going to get above 40 again. And the next thing it does is exactly that. That's totally it, too. We're going to zero. Ah, uh, just sell it all. And then it oh, pumps. No. Now it's at 60 grand. Buy some I better more. buy it now. Yeah, better buy it now. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> don't be that guy. That's, yeah, that, that's, I think that, that's the rule, huh? Yeah, there's no Chads allowed here. None. And if your name is Chad, I apologize. <laughs> Yeah, we can look at Kusama. Get her on in there. Sad, fortunate, possibly very good chart. Come in. Ooh, imagine a $107 Kusama there, that projection, huh? You're damn right. It looks like we're still potentially in a flag, just a different flag. We're almost back into my buy zone. Super happy, awesome buy zone. I've been 50 and 20. Not bold as channel support. But, but, is that there's divergence coming back from this point here. And there's the very smallest. There's a hidden bullish. So there is some signs here. We're still within the falling channel bull flag. There's definitely still hope for today. Really needs to see some volume coming in soon, though. Because if it doesn't, I mean, the level of support is way the heck down here at like 90 at the point of where we're at. Right. Um, you've got horizontal support here, which is great. And for the time being, it should hold. But if we hit the resistance here this time at around two, we'll be safe. We'll say like 250. If we come back into the what was uh, medium term key support and we reject and we don't find 250 as support now, then we're at a very high risk of getting and as I said, coming back in into 120 level or even potentially rejection. The flag still works here, even from wherever we end up actually fake broke here, retested, rejected again, fell back through, re retested and rejected and fell. So the whole thing here kind of, I mean, if you know what you're looking at, you would have understood that you could have longed here, but as soon as it invalidated or maybe rebought the retest and as soon as it invalidated here. So you need to know when you're seeing, you know, maybe you exited, but you didn't short until you started seeing rejections of that and fell back through. You know, you had some divergence here, which was set up nice. It tried so hard. It got fucking slapped. 
some sort of nice W pattern potential. All I know is that the next, if once we're back, if we can get back into this channel, the next time we're near the top is closer to eight to nine hundred dollars, and that's pretty much at the current moment. We start going into the future, looking at a thousand dollars plus just to like hit the top of the channel again, which is high. It's pretty probable. We'll see. Like I said, this is still a bull flag. We're still in consolidation of the flag. The volume has been dropping off the entire time. We've got some divergent stuff starting to stack up, kind of somewhat. I'd really like to see it on both the Wolfpack and the Sniper Liberator before I would make any new positions on Kusama. But that pretty much goes for all the altcoins, right? We're waiting for that that trend shift to shift on Bitcoin. If the trend could shift, then the alts may have a chance. Oh, is Luna staying alive? <laughs> Let's, uh, we can do it quick. Luna. Luba. Looney Tuna. Hmm. I mean, yeah. If you don't, you know, I mean, alive. I mean, it depends on your perspective of staying alive and looking at where it started, right? It's very much alive still. The cool thing about this is that, as you can see, like, you do have hidden bullish divergence here. And if it TCs back up, as well as, I mean, look at, like, percentage of dump, um, in comparison to actual like price action, you have this huge fluctuation. But it, you know, it if it had come back to the zero line, because that's where it started, right? It went all the way up here. We kept prices up, and then you came back to where it started, but it was here in the wolf packs way the fuck down here. This tells me that basically it it feels very oversold. Um and <clears throat> markets like a lot of volume came in to push it down, but a lot of people bought essentially is what that's saying. They're very happy to be buying around $50. Does that mean that we're going to hold this for sure? Um, it does not. But it does show me that there's tons of strength here and that the momentum is still obviously very much to the upside here. Every time you have one of these big snaps, you can imagine the next time we get to come back up to these levels, right? Like we're way closer to the bottom than the top, correct? So at the moment, I mean, you've broken the channel support but because we have divergence here it's not a true break we're back in a support level zone around 50 so i mean could you potentially be buying some for spot or whatever yes that's two day coming into our medium terms we have 16 hour very clear bullish divergence again we're in support we marked this out as important support zone and there's some nice divergences i would say depending on you know what what's going to depend how it's going to happen is going to depend on if bitcoin gets rejected for the lower high or not because we do have divergence showing up here between these three points this guy and this guy and this guy and higher high higher high lower high lower high so if we get a converging wave we're probably going to still end up coming back down into potentially 30 or 20 uh i don't see us breaking for now it looks good. It's just, is it is it good enough to get through here or get faked out and lower high and then fall lower? This level, though, breaking 22 would send it back into very, very bad, very bad time. It'd be a very bad time. So we don't want that to happen. We want to hold this level all good in the hood. Um, yeah, it still looks okay. Like I said, we need to see what happens here. If it can kind of keep trucking along here, it could actually build this up as a support and then break back into the channel and start working towards some of these crazy levels we haven't touched the top of this stuff since april so cool things all mapped out for you i'm getting at you know this type of market this when it when it's when the wolf pack is being extended and we're not in a i notice a lot of time when the market between this side and we're pinching obviously we're working towards that move right 
But once you're in an expanding market, the moves have a tendency to grow and grow and grow, right? Because you have more, you have more room between what's happening here. The moves can become more exponential. And, and this is like, you see this in every single market chart that you look at. If, if this had history, right? Obviously this would, we would, we would have to zoom right in here because it would actually be much smaller, right? The markets, because there's always more money coming in, more volume or whatever, uh, the market cap's always growing essentially for the most part. Um, it's, it's always going to see larger and larger and larger waves on the wolf pack. So, but these are like the two types of, of conditions that you have. You're either pinching off, getting ready for the move, and then you start having the move within the next area of, of, of expanding phase. They're like, I guess they are like phases. We can see here that we're basically on the support. We're, you know, volumes pinching off. We'll see. It feels like support. It could absolutely run all the way to the top. And depending on where price action takes us, that could be all the way back to $150. And once Luna gets above 100 as I spoke about in the TA that we had about a month or a month and a half ago, once it can break above and, and build that as support, it's going to be like there's nothing that can stop it at that point. It's such a such a mental level for so many people we'll see anything else uh, block block well i mean you can pretty much with most altcoins almost almost every single one right now you know they're all consolidating they're all within that same type of pattern i really think that the altcoins are going to kind of stay steady until btc has found like bullish structure again on those medium to higher time frames once we have kind of bullish posture we let's say we break the the down channel trend in the medium term um then i think the alts the people would feel better about going back into alts but they're all in like pumping potential patterns uh blocks got huge divergences the volumes just literally move to nothing which creates heightened volatility so we'll see <laughs> any thoughts on the fundamentals of block burning etc um well i i still think there's way too much supply to be quite honest like um that's one of the things that really worries me and we, we have been seeing as the price has gone down um more of the uh circulating supply has been being pushed out so i mean that is a good thing to a degree but it's just going to be harder to get us to that one dollar goal than maybe previously thought but definitely like this thing has future, you know, the market cap really didn't even, it, it took great leaps and bounds, but it, it has so much higher potential. Um, Block has really not been releasing a ton of stuff information wise. They haven't gone to new, any, any new exchanges, you know, they, uh, yeah, it's just one of those, like, if you believe in the metaverse and you believe that that technology in the future is going to be utilized to the degree that they think it's going to be utilized, then it's worth having these meta coins just as like long-term bet, you know, because I'm guessing that in, in the nineties, you know, people looking at Apple or even Amazon as a bookstore online, were thinking like, you know, this is, is this really going to become one of the number one <laughs> stocks ever in history, right? You got to try and like think of the future before the future. And, you know, if you use the strategy that I use, I basically, you know, you take profits from trades and you buy spot altcoins. And of course, that's only when the trend is your friend. But it's a, you know, it's a great idea because then you're not like, you know, if you're, if you're not thinking about your spot positions, 
and you're buying them at the correct times, it's it's the best thing ever. But if that's what you're relying on to make money, or you're trading altcoins, you know, it's a totally different feel. You treat them differently. If Facebook changed its name to Meta and believes in it that much, I don't think there's any escaping the metaverse. Exactly. I don't think so either. I had a bit of an epiphany the other day on my birthday because I'm talking to my grandfather on the phone and I asked him a question. I can't remember what it was, but he's like, you know, I don't actually, I don't know right now. And he goes, okay, Google. <laughs> and he asked the fucking question to his Alexis or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, okay, you know, my grandpa's always been tech savvy, like computer wise and, you know, has a smartphone and all this crap. But like just hearing that and like knowing that, like, you know, that generation has really opened up to these type of ideas. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, it's catching on when your grandparents are utilizing it. Like who's not using it at this point? You know, they have a fucking Alexis in their house and he just like, you know, the ways of thinking are changing. The ways of doing things are changing. They're ever changing. It's just, it's, yeah, it was a fucked up moment for me. <laughs> so do I believe in meta? Yeah, absolutely. But you know, there's going to be winners and losers. There was tons of online book, you know, website sales that they all turned into Amazon. No, you got to really like Blocktopia is really crypto specific, right? It's not really a game like Sandbox. It's not really, you know, it's, it's, it's just like, it's its own practical niche for if, you know, if you're into crypto and as well as VR, like it, it, it's, it's, it's a niche within a niche in a sense at the moment until virtual reality becomes more of a kind of like, you know, common household thing. And someone said something the other day, like if the climate continues to change rapidly as it is, you know, this type of technology, because you can't fucking leave your house because it's like 70 degrees outside, you know, you like you, it might be very happy to have it. And it might be the only source of like being around people. I don't know. I'm speculating, but again, it's not a bad idea to like think about these things. More and more and more and more people are working from home, spending more time on computers, all that jazz. Oh, anyway, guys, do you have any? Uh, do we have any final thoughts? Any ideas? Anything else we want to look at before we close this thing off? Shit coins. Well, kinda. Not like all the shit coins, but like some of the mainstreams. We looked at Luna. We looked at Block. We looked at. We uh, also other another. Did you look at one? No. So we can see what Jewel might do? <laughs> One's doing the same thing as everything else pretty much right now, which is, again, yeah. it's, it, it has found a bottom. Jonas told you, you know, he was very comfortable yeah. buying one around 20 cents, and that's kind of where we've stuck glued to as a bottom for now. You know it. That's right. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Get on the train, people. Yeah, choo -choo. Honestly, look, look, okay. Pull up a multi-chart. Look at all your alts side by side. 90% oh, yeah. of them are in the damn same pattern. ADA, Bitcoin, ETH, AVAX, KDA. They're all, they're all in the same thing. So whatever Bitcoin does, which is more than likely pops up, should be good. Uh, KDA is actually in a falling wedge still. Um, $5 acting as key level support we we you know but the problem is is that we don't have a lot of support beneath us until two dollars so if we don't break up and out and everything starts turning around kda could be in danger of of really you know taking another fat poop just if everything's not ready to go yet <clears throat> i really think we're waiting for a stars to align type of event or news or whatever 
something that's like sets it all off again. That's usually what happens. Like it's like a record on repeat, you know. If you didn't put it on the same line, it's still spinning, but you got to wait for it to come back around, right? And in this case, you're trying to line up like 3,000 records all at the same time. So, you know, maybe one, you know, maybe you only have like 10 that are off, but you still can't start them all. Well, the 20 bucks and DC it all the way down here, but more at the 8 to 12. And again, I, sh I mean, like, Ashley, I wouldn't worry about that at all. As long as you, you know, have it for the future, there's KDA is not going anywhere. KDA is still in like early stage of the game. It has the absolute most solid team I've ever seen. I believe. And just remember, like we were, what was the original price we were buying? It was four to six dollars. Right? That's what we were looking back in October. That's when you told us about it. Right. So we're right back there. You shouldn't feel bad about buying at five right now. And I don't think you should feel bad about buying between eight and 12 because it's, it's already been to 26. There's a high confluence that it, it completely takes over that level and continues. Yeah. Just, you know, hodl, 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 hodl. That's the best part about having your alts on spot is because, you know, hodling, you're never going to lose money unless you sell at a loss. And the only point of selling at a loss is if the thing goes, you know, like the project gets completely, sh you know, starts getting shut down or they're not working on it or whatever. It's a complete shit. Otherwise, like every, you know, you just, you don't want to buy, <laughs> obviously, you don't want to start DCing into something when it's at like any type of new level. You got to look at that previous, what was m the last major resistance turned into support? Because that's 90% of the time where you're going to come back to and retest. It's always the, what was the hardest level to get through? Hopefully these sessions are helping you guys. I appreciate everyone coming by today, taking the time. All right. We'll be uh, with that. Sorry, Johnny. Thank you. Oh yeah, man.